So then I said, no, how about you try it again? And I, walked... <laughs> 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 and I walked out of the room. Oh, that's how you get him. But you didn't get the role. No, he ended up getting it because he did it. Again. Surviving Hollywood, we're back again and right at you guys in full effect. You can see us. How's it going, guys? You guys doing good? It's going great, man. This is going to be our, probably our best episode yet, so make sure you like, you like, subscribe, and watch the whole thing. So today, we got a special, I don't know, segment you want to call it? There's no guest. It's just us. It's just us. You guys get us for the next two hours. And we'll cut it down to the finest hour. There you <laughs> exactly. Good. So, um, yeah, I've got a special segment for you guys today. I'm going to let Aaron kick it off. What are we doing today? All right, let me just turn down my cans. Okay, good, so good. today, listen. Do we need music? No. Okay. Listen, well, do you want some? No, okay. Uh, okay, we live in the heart of Hollywood. The heart, we're actors, we're producers, we're filmmakers. Fail. A lot of people wish they could be surrounded by it all, just like we are. I could not agree more. Right. I wish I was surrounded by it all. So today, what we're doing I'm here. is, since we create and produce our own stuff all the time, we have a popular comedy uh, YouTube channel called Humor Endorphins. Check that out. Um, today, we are pitching each other the next big movie. We're going to go around the circle. We have not seen these pitches. We have not seen each other's pitches. We're <clears> going to um, pitch the, uh, the premise, the logline, the scenario, whatever you think is going to sell your sizzle and get your movie made. And then the other two will have to either come in as producer. That means they want to be a part of this with you. They love the idea so much. If not producer, ticket buyer, go which see it. I don't want to produce it, but I'm going to buy a <clears throat> ticket. Um, if not ticket buyer, um, might stream um, illegally. That'd be the next step. And that, then the, that's like nothing. Well, yeah, I'll definitely actually, do that. Actually, <laughs> the fourth one is hard pass. Okay. Um, so we're going to pitch each other our ideas. Sounds um, like an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> and then the other two will, uh, you know, I'm not going to invest in something. I'm not going to produce something that I don't fully back or believe in. So once you pitch it, be prepared. I'm going to ask the hard questions. Good. And we're going to rip it to shreds. So if it's not up to snuff. And if it's still standing, we might have something. Mm -hmm. We might make it. Did you want to start, Aaron? Or maybe I could... Kick us off, Austin. All right. I want everybody to know we've already had a lot of engagement and interest from a couple major studios out here. Not going to get into names, but let me just pitch this and see what you guys think. <clears throat> Set and rule. <clears throat> <laughs> and it's funny because you were back there practicing your pitch for how long? Well, it's going to be good. <laughs> right, right before we were about to turn this uh, on, he was like, wait, I got to practice real quick. And he goes into his bedroom and, and right away isolates himself. <laughs> My time. <laughs> Guys, my time. Set in rural every town USA, we open up on a 38-year-old aging, lost Charlie Brown, coming back to his almost unrecognizable hometown to mourn the loss of his once best friend, Linus Van Pelt. The town's in bad shape since the internet age has came and wiped out almost mostly all of the blue-collar jobs at the gristle mill. The gang's all here. Lucy, a pregnant hotshot lawyer, 
Schroeder, college dropout slash Adderall addict. Marcy, who has been out of the closet for years, I must say, but is going through a vicious divorce with Peppermint Patty and Pigpen, the town drunk, all come to mourn Linus. As the sun rises on his open casket, we see these peanuts are now a shell of of what they once were. Ooh, wow. Charlie Brown searches for meaning. Suddenly... The not-so-little red-haired girl enters to say a few kind words about Linus Van Pelt, and Charlie Brown realizes he now has less than three short days to win her back and change his life, put some love back into his life. In this gritty reimagining of what could be, Charlie Brown must figure out the answer to the age-old question, can you really ever go home? Coming to theaters next summer, Peanut Shells. Oh, pretty thorough, man. Pretty thorough. I, that, I felt like you wrote the whole script right there. I want to open up the floor for questions. I'll take a few. Um, Snoopy. So this is a Snoopy's in bad shape with the rest of them. I was going to ask what happened. It's like a lovable main character. Yeah, Snoop- he's there. Snoopy's got to be there, right? Didn't you mention anything about Snoopy? He's Not- there, but please. But he's played by a, a live. This is a live action. Live action. And I just want to say we have Jesse Plemons in talks to play Charlie Brown. Who is that? Do you know? Yeah, I am familiar. He, he was in uh, the Missouri with the three billboards. He was in three billboards. He was in that Game Netflix. Night. He was in Game Night. He was hilarious. Yes. He was in Black Mirror's USS Callister, where he played the main. He's like the white guy who's kind of dense. He, he, he plays he, a lot of different. He's in he, like every. He's movie. the poor man's Matt Damon. If that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. He's in talks he to play the Breaking Bad. The, the aging Charlie yeah, he's Brown. In Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, I like him, Charlie Brown. That'd be good. So a couple things that jumped out to me. Um, <clears throat> yeah. First of all, I don't remember a gristle mill in the original Charlie Brown. Mm. Well, it does take place. The original Charlie Brown is set in Minnesota, Pine Stills, Minnesota, as Schwartz originally wrote. And surprisingly, there was a huge lack of gristle mills back in the 60s and 70s. And today, with the, with the internet age, there's not that many. I have a real question. What is a gristle mill? It's, uh, you know, the kind of, it's, <laughs> that, that's like asking what's a record player. They kind of like died out. So, so what, are they, what are they mining there? What are they doing? Because I, that, was a key, exactly. that was a key part of the pitch right next to the gristle mill. Well, all the blue collar jobs, the town's kind of dried up. Right, right. Um, okay, so uh, Linus is dead. Linus uh, is dead. Well, that's... <laughs> Do you know how he died? How did he die? And What's, is his last name really Van Pelt? It is. Uh, do you guys? What was Linus's thing in the show? The blanket. Exactly. That's right. That's right. So you'll be happy to know he did get rid of that old blanket, himself. but he died suicide. Getting wrapped up in an electric blanket that caught fire. <laughs> okay. What is this? A Homeward LA monologue yet, piece or what? Yet we're still. That was a great. That was a great performance in Homeward LA. Johnny, Johnny plugging his own uh, thing <laughs> after it's nobody no, can. No, no, write. That it's, was it, a platform. It's, it's, it is, but it's funny because one of the monologues that one of the people performed. I was Sunday, wondering where I got that. His from. dad died because of an electrical blanket that caught fire that, in the monologue. That so is where I, I got like, that from. But just so everybody knows at home johnny was classic directing producing and acting in this um theater thing for live to theater. help live theater thing to help homeless people in los angeles has never plugged it once on the podcast except now that's all because over the, because this podcast is, is going to come out like way after that you even could you played. could have plugged it on our first podcast by the way we've already raised seventy thousand dollars whoa so hey back to my pitch anyway back <laughs> to the pitch um so who else you thinking for the cast uh i was gonna ask real quick so who was it who was addicted to adderall Schroeder. Which one was Schroeder? The piano. He was that always playing sense. the piano. He was the analytical. He, he went to college, dropped out, Lucy addicted to really Adderall. liked uh, Schroeder. Uh, what, what happened to Pigpen? Pigpen, town drunk. God, it's like the whole cast is coming to life. Uh, so who's playing Pigpen? 
We Nick, we're open. <clears throat> I mean, I'm open to that. We have nobody attached to the pig pen role. Nick Schwartzen, be a good pig pen. He's going to be on the podcast soon. I would love that. Yeah, he probably is, but probably. We'll just hold that. For yeah, later. I would love to get him. I don't know if I can. I don't know if he can. We can get a firm commitment. Who from is him, this though. audience? Who is this movie for? The original, like, are the? It's probably the baby boomers who grew up with Charlie right. Brown. Because obviously, this is like an old. Like new, you know, young kids are not going to know what Charlie Brown is. Great question, and yeah, it's not for it's not for under sixteen. It's for <coughs> sixteen plus. Okay, <laughs> which includes baby boomers. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly a right. Broad audience there. Exactly Any, right. Anybody who can buy a ticket. <laughs> um. So if there's no more questions, I want I want. Yes. Well, and I actually have a couple things. Oh please. Um, do you envision one of the roles for you? I. I actually. I'm am, playing Charlie Brown. God damn it! When that guy drops out. He said Jesse Plemons was going to play him. I well, I'm not he pushing. He said he's in talks. I'm not. Pu- ah. I'm not pushing forty. So I did not envision a role oh. for me. Well, Jesse Plemons. Is Who's a, playing the little red-haired girl? The not so little Ooh. red-haired girl. <clears throat> well, you know, at first glance, I was looking up famous redheads, and of course, we Julianne have Christina Hendricks. She's a little too old, even though very talented. I was thinking. Wait, how old are these characters? Thirty-five to forty. Julianne Moore is still sexy as hell. Hey. Emma Stone came up as well. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah, she'd be oh, good. Yeah. Quirky, relatable. Right. Really, I'm hoping for her. <laughs> Julia Roberts? Is she a redhead? She, again, she's like pushing yeah. 50, yeah, Julia Roberts. Oh. Older. She still looks great, though. Yep. All uh, right, another question for you. Um, wh- where, where's the inspiration coming from for Charlie Brown? Like, yeah, why are, are you all a of a sudden? Are you, how, how, yeah. how big a fan are you of Charlie Brown? That's a great question. I would say I'm a casual fan, but this is why Charlie Brown. It's because to get a movie made in this town, it's got to be some sort of remake, some sort of reimagining. Even <clears throat> Dax Shepard, the, the infamous Dax Shepard, who was pitching that co- Chips, he was like, we, I had no... We I mean, it's a good reason that we didn't need to make that movie. Yeah, well, he was like, the, <laughs> I can't make a, a, a dumb buddy-buddy comedy without calling it something from the old... Actually, I do remember him. He was on a podcast when he said that, right? Maybe Mark Maron. Dak Shepard has yeah. one of the most successful podcasts. So, and he's got a hot wife. So this is what I did. I picked... <laughs> I love sloths. I, I, I picked a story in a cartoon that I did care about, that I did like, and I thought, what would be these, these characters like 30 years from now mm-hmm. if life didn't really turn out the way they planned? Who's going to direct... Or what? Uh, what type of uh, director? Yeah. What like? Uh, so I can kind of envision this in my head. It's what, like a this, dark, dark, gritty thing. Or yeah, exactly. Drama? It's a real. It's real. No, it's comedy. It's, it's a dark comedy. But this is a cross between without a paddle, just in terms of they have a journey to go on. Best friends coming back together without a paddle. Who are the best friends? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, Lucy, and Snoopy. Are the main three? You didn't it's even Snoop- mention Snoopy. Yeah, in the no, you didn't mention him in the whole pitch. You kind of shoehorned him in when we brought him up. And, and that's like he's obviously there. <laughs> Snoopy's like the most notable character of Charlie. Yeah, Brown. He's, well, he's there. But as a cartoon, Snoopy can do all sorts of things. But if it's a real life action thing, he's right. just going to be a dog. Is going. it a CGI thing or what is it? No, it's real life. And I he, hope he, not. He's not. A, he, he's him and Woodstock have their own little B story that's more cute. But the mains, he will not be like the best friend character. But how can you? How can you uh, give him? Uh, isn't going to? It's going to be hard to get a dog to do all the things that Snoopy was able to do in the cartoons. Yeah. Well, and what that, about Snoopy's extended family? That's that, for the miniseries. That's why. That's why he's not part of the main crew. He's just. He's there. The B well, story with Woodstock. You him as part of the uh, the main crew. Actually, you said Charlie Brown, Snoopy, and Lucy. Yep. Lucia is, you know, pulling football, the proverbial football, out of the law, because she's a lawyer now, <laughs> if that makes sense. And uh, so, so what is it, the, what is the conflict? They all come yeah. back for the funeral, and Charlie this is the Brown kicker. And they're all they're still still living in the same town, and they're all like 
Well, no, they all came back for that. Pig pens, obviously, listen at the same okay. time. Lucy's in the big city. Uh, they've all moved away, but they came back for three days for this extended wake. First of all, you realize dogs don't live that long. Well, this is Snoopy, Snoopy is dead. Man, I think right? we can. I think. I think I, we can say Snoopy's ooh. dead, man. Yeah. Hey, what if Snoopy 30, dies? 40 years later, dude? Come on. No, mm. that's not. A, I think we need to. I think we need to allow Snoopy to live. I think that's the only way, dude. It's yeah. not realistic. Maybe he had a puppy. Maybe he had like a you know like a son. If it's not Snoopy, it's nobody. This is what I was toying with, though. I was toying with Charlie Brown at the very end. Spoiler. Okay. He's not going to truly find happiness with a little red-haired girl because they really don't have that much in common. He's going to find happiness. He's going to find love with either Lucy or Sally or one of his main crew. As he's searching for the girl he put on a pedestal, he finds that love was really there the whole time. Oh, so Lucy's like his best friend, and he realizes that he is in love with his best friend rather than the... Lucy's grown up, man. Really? I never like saw Lucy as like a love interest. She's, she got more attractive when she aged. Johnny, did you watch comic the, strips, man? Did you? Are you? Are you? You never fan? saw her as a yeah, love interest because she's five was, years old in the comic. I remember strip. when I was a kid. Oh. Yeah, sure, of course. But uh, okay, my thing is like, why not? Okay, you said you're appealing toward an audience of 16 plus, which yeah. is kind of broad. It's a little. It's a little large. Uh, People that can afford a ticket. What about an R-rated version of Charlie Brown? Because that's what this sounds like, dude. He's like, yeah. well, they're drunk, they're addicted to drugs. But as a 16-year-old, would you? did you not see our movies when you were 16? We had to be 17 technically, right? But did you see any when you were 16? Of course you did. But the thing is that okay. what I'm trying to say is that like Marvel movies are very successful because they keep them PG-13, right? I it has a broad audience. I don't go see them, but... Uh, loser. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it has a broad audience because it also appeals to like a younger audience. But I want to see the R-rated version of Charlie Brown, like the the dirty, nasty version of Charlie Brown. This will be R. Um, there will be no sex scenes, even though I'm open to it. But there's not none really written. But in terms I don't of just Johnny and I were asking for, yeah, that. I wasn't really looking for one. But uh, you didn't want Lucy and Charlie. Uh, we wanted Pepper and Patty and the other girl. <laughs> Marcy, Marcy. Who's Marcy? They're going I, don't remember, I don't remember all the characters. They're names. going through a bitter divorce. We remember Peppermint Patty. Yeah, but I mean, like some of the, the other ones, like she Lucy. Called Charlie like, Chuck. Oh, I kind of vaguely remember. Yeah, this will be rated R. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's I mean, what I said when I said over sixteen. Okay. All right. So 16. I think it's it's up for debate. So here we go. I kind of like the fact that well, I think it could be successful because Charlie Brown does have an audience. Um, it is seeming like it's something kind of different and it's gritty and I'm not sure if it's going to be a good movie, but that's what excites me about it. That's what we want to know. Producer, ticket buyer, might illegally stream or hard pass, Aaron. Man, I'm tempted to go in as producer, honestly. Ooh. But Thanks, I think, man. I think I'm just going to be ticket buyer. I'm, def <laughs> oh! I'm definitely going to see it. I'm definitely mm -hmm. going to see and it. And why aren't you producer? <laughs> I'm just... Uh, no, what part of that pitch did you, did you think... Uh, Something else better will come along. Um, well, I'm thinking it sounds something I like. I'd want to see, but it just as far as like being producing it, it sounds like too big a bear. You know what, man? There, there was a part in there for you. Oh, could, really? could have been Snoopy. What is the part? The um. See now you got his wheels turning. Um, the uh, the black one. <laughs> okay. Token. <laughs> no, 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 that's South that's South Park. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, I was gonna say there wasn't. Any, was there any black characters in? There Charlie was. Man? There was. There was no, one you're, little, little. You're not the black character because that is going to somebody Me. that's. You could. Mm, I don't know. Um, but uh, you don't have a part for me. You threw out the black character <laughs> being funny, but you don't have a part for me. I'm not going to be a producer. I'm a ticket buyer. <laughs> Johnny. Anyway, 
anyway, hey, once you buy the ticket, I hope you write a nice review online. We could really use that. Oh, man, I was trying to hold it in. I was about to spit out all the beer. <laughs> uh, me, dude, I'm not going to lie. Just like Aaron, I am tempted to be a, a, a tempted to be a producer only because, you know, a lot of people like Charlie Brown. But I don't know. It, it's, it sounds like it, it could either go either way, like really good or like really bad. I, I just want to point so, out. I just want to point out. I just want to point out that the primary uh, first seed round is going to be crowdfunded. Uh, okay. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be hard. That sounds like hard as hell. To <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a tough mood. Is, to that, sell. A, is that a selling point? I, I, I'm saying that it's not. You're not going to have to put up that much money. Oh. How much are we talking here? Thousand bucks. This is going to be well, a. It depends on the percentage, though. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm I'll not tell you sure what. Yet. This film plays at the Pasadena Film Festival. I'm in. You're in. All right. Actually, thinking about it. No, you're what? <laughs> I'm gonna probably lean toward ticket buyer. Are you serious? I mean, it's <laughs> it sounds Look like Look me in the eye if you're gonna, if you're gonna do this. Like a, like a, it sounds like it has potential. I'm not gonna lie, I think it has potential. Haven't heard a concept like this before. We're doing a lot of remakes now, so this is a possibility. However, it feels like it feels like too much of a large endeavor to tackle. Like it, it, if it's not put in the right hands. Sorry, not, I, you're not the right hands, probably. I'm not directing. I'm I not asked directing. who the director was. You didn't say anything. Yeah. Todd Phillips. So it's going to be definitely a comedy. It's like The Hangover. It's going to be a war, 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 war Dogs-esque Hangover. Yeah. Give me, give me two movies. It's going to like, what meets what? Okay. It's going to be without a pedal. Okay. Just, you just, said that one. But it's going to be brought into the modern age. What is it about like a, without a paddle that appeals to you? They all really got brought like back for the funeral, and so then the they initial, were th the initial, the second <laughs> scene of the movie is is what appealed to you. And then they <laughs> all had to journey together, and they had to refine their friendship. So what you're telling me is that what you really liked about the movie is the fact that it's about a group of guys that lost their way and came back together. And girls. And so girls. like pretty much every movie that's pretty much ever made. This has a built-in audience. Wrong with that. It has a built-in Peanuts audience. It has a story that people can latch onto, and it has a modern-day retelling, which looks like the hell out of a lot of people I out there. I thought he said penis for a second, but he said peanuts. <laughs> and I just Sorry. want to point out, the Peanuts were not just big in America, guys. They were big in Europe. They were big in Asia. They were big in some parts of Africa. But I'm not so sure you have, um, regarding you saying, oh, Snoopy is still in it. He's actually one of the main guys but then like thinking about it's just what snoopy did in the cartoons if it's a real dog he cannot do the same thing it's just gonna be him smiling and the people talking to him and that's it he's not gonna be able to dance on top of the he the, absolutely will have you seen Airbud? <laughs> that was 20 years ago think yeah. of what we can do today dog half those dogs died they're all dead dude i'm not gonna support something like that yeah dude wow insane animal cruelty at its I, finest you know what I'll see you guys in the movie theater once you buy the ticket. Yeah, I'll buy a ticket. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll throw you a bone. You know what? I might even stream it illegally. <laughs> Please don't. You know what? I might even hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a ticket. No, I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm, I'm going to buy a ticket. Yes, I'm torn, dude. I'm torn. I'm not going to lie. I'm torn, dude. Producer, ticket buyer. It sounds really tempting. Depending on who you got on board, I might like lean toward producer. But for now... You would love to produce a movie with Jesse Plemons. What's, what's it going to be called? Peanut Shells. I'm not, I mean, why I don't is, know what the time is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, either peanut shells or just peanuts. <laughs> that's, that's what the last one was called, wasn't it? That's what it is called. The, the peanuts. This the one's Pixar just type peanuts. cartoon is called peanuts. I look forward to hearing your pitches. Actually, you know what would be cool? Change that. How about a Pixar rendition of that, like Sausage Party, but now it's Charlie Brown. Is that your pitch? If you would have said the title is Linus is Dead... Man, I would have loved that, but you went with peanut shells. Or you could have gone with electric blanket. 
No? Yeah. Anybody? It would have been at least you guys would have it, You guys would have a say if you came on as producers, but you're just going to have to watch it in the theater. All right, well, we made our decision. It's okay. moving on. Cool. Next, uh, what do you got, Aaron? Okay. Sell us, dude. This is my pitch. Let me start uh, by asking you guys a question. Gentlemen, what's the worst part about seeing a movie by yourself? Uh, nothing, actually. I really like it. Nobody to kind of <clears throat> share that moment with. Cor- correct. Depends on the movie, dude. The answer is, Austin kind of nailed it, that intense feeling of loneliness you have in the pit of your heart and your stomach. I like that feeling. Think about it. Everybody else is there with their girlfriend, their boyfriend, their friends' friends, their uh, their wife, their husband. But what about you, Johnny? What about you, Austin? You barely even talk to a human anymore to buy your ticket. You probably have a favorite kiosk. Am I, I do. right? I do. I do it all on my phone. Actually, your only friend is that tiny bottle of booze you snuck in and That bottle of booze, just like the movie, will soon be over. Mm. And that nasty hangover called real life is your only reality. You leave the theater in the same hellish malaise you entered. Hopeless, loveless, without meaning, alone. Maybe next week you'll use a different kiosk. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe sit in a different seat. This is a big problem, though, am I right? I'm listening. Go ahead. Well, have I got a movie for you. Grab your popcorn, grab your soda, shower, shave, make sure you look good, because this summer comes the love story of your life. Join our strong, smart, beautiful, career-oriented female protagonist, Hannah. Now, she doesn't need a man to be happy, but still, she'd be open to companionship. Get to know her through her mid-twenties as she discovers her strengths, her weaknesses, her ambitions, her sexuality who she is as a woman, see her apartment, watch her cook dinner, meet her friends, laugh, love, admire her at her best, and be there for her at her worst. As Act 1 finishes, you will have fallen in love with her. But here's the twist. As Act 2 finishes, she will have fallen in love with you. Now get ready for the Act 3 ride of your life, as both you and Hannah try desperately to fall out of love with each other. See her struggle with herself, trying to convince both of you that this is only a movie and it needs to end. Watch her cry to be with you. Yearn to wrap her arms around you. Promise you that she's never felt this way about anybody before. See her at her most vulnerable, and yet... (laughs) continue (laughs) see her at her (laughs) at her most vulnerable and yet most beautiful johnny wait is that her crying or is that you the movie ends with hannah laying in bed next to you wistfully playing with your hair and planning your lives together a couple of kids a home a dog a life meaning fulfillment Happiness? And yet you both know that this <clears throat> movie <laughs> Sorry. And yet you both know that this movie is coming to an end. You have never felt this intimate with anybody ever. She looks so good. You would die for her. And the last shot is can <laughs> How long is this movie? Holy fuck. And the last shot is And the last shot is Hannah looking right into your eyes, pleading with you, please don't leave the theater. I don't want to die. No end credits. Let it sit. Let it sit. It's marinating. Dude, you'll meet somebody eventually. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like you're really all about you, man. How long is this movie? Um, 
typical hour and a half, but I'm thinking the it's actually going to be two hours because it's the last scene is just going to hold out for an extra half an hour, and you're going to have to make that internal decision, do I leave the theater? Like a Marvel movie. And, the credits. Way and, better. And you know what? I just want to say that I appreciate the time you put into that. I think it showed a lot of work. I think that's the right word for it. And and I'm serious. And if I could ask some more questions, I'd love to get into it. Why don't you placate me a little bit more? Yeah, please ask a question. You didn't really... What's the, pl- what's the plot <laughs> yeah, what for the first act? There was, was no plot. To... You're like, follow her life. Watch her do this. Watch her do this. What's the plot? I was going to let you go first. My, my first question was going to be like, what is it about? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Okay. Do you know... Let me, let me break it down into the three acts. Do you know when you first meet a girl... How you're just like that? That's enamored. It, yeah, no, but somewhat it's the most fun because you. It's like you feel so good. You like flirting with her. Does she like it's you? That newness. Is that newness? That's yeah. that's act one. Okay. Now, do you know when you in the first several months of relationship when it's like the honeymoon stage, and it's fun and it's great? That's act two. And also in act one is like I said, you're learning. You're you're seeing her become a woman. So she just got out of college. She's in her twenties. Watch her. Um, you know, decide whether she wants to go out or maybe, maybe stay in. Sounds horrible. <laughs> well, it's a little where av- avant-garde. We, where should we go to eat? No, I don't like that place. But the thing, but the thing is, this girl is so beautiful and so enamoring. At first, it is going to be like um, maybe a little bit. In Act One, you're going to have to decide: Are you going to fall in love with her? But she is so beautiful. That is this POV? Like the camera? Like why it's is not she following? That kind of film, buddy. Why? <laughs> but I don't understand how is she? Yeah, exa- exactly. So. She, somewhere in act one, going into act two, she's going to break the fourth wall and start real, like looking into the camera at you and you, and you are a character in it. But what if, if oh. how is he looking at Johnny oh, sitting so, in this part of the theater? So well, if you, the if, if, yeah, if you look at the camera, just whoever's in the audience, they'll be looking <clears> at that person. <throat> Who's playing Hannah? Wait, so this is like the Truman show basically? Yeah. But like not within the world? She doesn't treat it as a camera. She treats it as a person. And it, and it is a little bit wistfully, w- wistful and like uh, dreamlike in that she is, you know, you're having scenes, she's having scenes with the camera. So the camera in the movie is like her boyfriend? It's you. Right. But I'm saying like she's interacting so it is with who? POV at the end. Right. Yeah. But when she says something and somebody responds. Well, she's going to say some, something to other characters. But and she you, never gets a response? No, but when she talks to you she'll she's nobody's going to respond but she will have a conversation maybe you know as an actor i'm sure you're familiar if you're on the phone you have to come up with what they say there'll be stuff like that no but i'm saying like what if she's like talking to the camera let's say it's supposedly you right and she's like hey how was your day is anybody responding in the movie nobody's responding but so she's leaving her hanging no no but then she'd she'd be listening and you would probably think in your head oh how was my day and she'd be like oh my god that's that's so sweet. I'm so glad. And then you, you ask her in your mind, you're like, oh, but how was your day? You're thinking. And then she goes on saying, I don't know about this election. I, I don't know what to think. I, do you want to go see a rock show tonight? <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, I've, I've developed a taste for, for blue cheese dressing. And you're just discovering who she is becoming as a, as a, as a woman. Sounds- and she's, be- she's beautiful. The most beautiful girl, the most beautiful, sweet girl you could imagine. Doesn't need a man. She's strong and independent. But still, she'd That's like companionship, good. as I mentioned. Sounds like a uh, Richard but, Linklater movie. Yeah, Boyhood for a 20-year-old yeah. girl. Slice of life? But Is what that you, what we're but, thinking here? But what do you think of the problem? Like you said, you like to go to movies alone. I like to go to movies alone. I have a movie pass. That intense feeling of loneliness. 
I don't feel that though. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I sit there fine and I will enjoy the movie. But 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 still, the premise of that you don't need to even talk to somebody anymore. You go to the kiosk. A, a lot of people. That's are, the best part about <laughs> it. Right? Sorry, it anyway. seems like your fantasy. But um, but but what do you think that? I agree. There are there are yes, it can be a problem. I'm not. This I'm, is a totally different. This is a totally different concept. This isn't your like your normal Marvel movie. This is something totally different. It's like her, but in like 3D or like POV. Her. Her was different. It, it was an original. Is it concept. in 3D? Will it be in 3D? No, it would never be in 3D. I would never have it be oh, in 3D. Excuse me. It's a gimmick. 3D is a gimmick. I agree. It is. Um, IMAX 3D? So you, it, to me, this doesn't really work as like a theater film. It would be better if it was like you're on your laptop. I'm glad you brought that up because a common question I usually get when I'm pitching this to producers <laughs> is, well, how, how does that solve the feeling of loneliness? Eventually, somebody's going to have to make the decision to walk out of the theater. Well, that's where the Netflix special comes in. That's where the DVD sales come in. You're never going to have to be without this woman ever again because this relationship will last your whole lifetime. Who's playing her? A complete unknown. Mm-hmm. You could give me Emma Stone, I'd turn her down. In fact, the whole movie is going to be unknowns. I am open to a star being in a supporting part, maybe as the father or the uncle or something, but that's it. Un unknowns. What about this? What if there was a way for the viewer to be able to watch the movie and the person, the girl that's on screen could be anybody that they want? Well, that's for example, like it, it could be changed out in a way. That's interesting because I was thinking too. What if you're like, oh, I really would like this girl to be the one, right? I, I'm I was, really attracted to this girl, and then she's like somehow. Yeah, the movie. yeah. I was afraid you guys were going to ask me like, oh, what, uh, what if somebody prefers like a white girl or a black girl or totally. a mixed girl? Yeah. Um, and that's an interesting idea. Fair question. I'm open to that. What if they're gay? They want a guy. Yeah, you're you're alienating half the audience yeah dude. i don't think it's it, it has to be a girl because that's what i know but <clears throat> i am open to make what is your problem dude? So, <laughs> let me do this is like i said this is for you um this isn't for an audience to sell tickets oh, this why is... don't i just make a movie about something i don't know oh that, that's the common uh uh trope write what you don't know that's what they say right <laughs> oh wait it's write what you know no i'm open to making a separate movie with you're, a guy you're single and you're a man Oh, you're single and you're a man. I'm not pitching this idea. I Whoa. think we're all single. I think we could all use this. Hey you're not a girl. Hey. You're not a girl. No, a girl could fall in love with this girl too. We can make a separate movie with a guy. Fair this enough. is your fantasy. It sounds like it's fantasy. It's every guy's fantasy. Then why is the main Imagine character called Aaron? Ooh. No, it's not. Okay. The main character is called Hannah. Um, okay. But it's, it's just a generic name. We can have it named sure. anybody. Okay, yeah. Um, right. I've never dated anybody named Hannah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, Sounds like a common white girl name. Sure. Uh, my niece's name is Hannah. I don't. Yeah, so it's not white. It's not. It's just a generic name. It's it's not it's not color based. It's love based, and that's what you guys need to get. All right, let's get to the. Is there anything you guys don't like about this? I'm just. Don't, uh, don't you think the buzz alone, the buzz <clears throat> alone, is going to generate tons of people going? I, uh, to yeah, the audience? I, I think it's uh, in the DVD sales. Mucho dinero. This is this is my problem with it. Go ahead. My problem is that it's a small subsect <clears throat> of people that want to go to a movie by themselves. The majority of people want to go on a date night. They want to go with friends. So it's going to be very hard for a group of people to go see this movie. They can see it, and they will each be able to fall in love with the main character individually. To me, it might be more compelling if it was like, oh, a <laughs> random night, maybe I'll choose to stream it illegally. <laughs> okay, I'm alone again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, because if I'm going out with my friends... We're seeing just hang, so Hangover know, 4. We're seeing Marvel. But, but let me just go over this again. First act. We heard it. 
No, no. First, <laughs> first act is when you first meet a girl and you're texting her and you're, it's so exciting and new and it's fun and she's into you too. Second act is the first three months of the relationship. You're in love. And then the third act is going to... When she breaks up with It's you. going to... No. Well, when you're talking about it, because you realize you love her so much, you do anything for her, she'd do anything for you, and you realize it just cannot work out, like Romeo and Juliet, and you're just yearning for each other. Because she's not real. Because she's not real. And that's why I said, the final... Um, you have never felt this intimate with anybody ever. She looks so good, you would die for her. The last shot is Hannah looking right into your eyes, pleading with you. For half an hour, Please don't leave the theater. I don't want you to die. And then it, that same scene is played out for half an hour, and you have to decide, am I going to leave the theater? I we don't have to do I, that. I think a lot of people are going to kill themselves after this. All those loners you're talking about? I think if you're... They're going to be like, that's suicide, man. No, no, because, no because she would die, not you. And you would buy the DVD. But I would never see her. her the box set. This, I mean, even the movie Her... You kind of great. Kinda, I love that you compared it to the movie Her great, because great movie. The vibe of that movie is exactly kind of like <clears throat> what this movie will be. The same vibe. But even that guy had a little bit of hope at the end. Like, oh, there is life after his computer cheated on him with many other computers. And wait till you step out of the theater, or however we can do it. We can discuss the specifics. Everybody's going to be buying the box set of DVDs. Right, we heard you, Johnny. Okay. What do you <laughs> think? Let me say my my two cents real quick. All right. First of all, I think it's super innovative. I think it's something different. Uh, I think it's super interesting. You wrote it off wait, before wait, whoa, whoa, I even whoa, finished whoa, the pitch. Whoa, 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 dude! It's innovative. However, I don't. I still don't really understand the storyline. Like, I don't yeah, get wait, the story because she's like, like she's talking to person? camera, and you're not going to be responding. What's happening in the movie? Like, I, I, <laughs> I understood what you're saying. This act, second act, this, this, and that. Aaron's like, pointing to the word producer. <laughs> what's happening in the film? Like, I don't really... People want to go to see a story. Yeah, she's talking to the camera for an hour. If if this is really something that needs clarifying, let me just try and break down a scene. We get it. There's a box set. (laughs) (laughs) No. So, uh, obviously, the first act is when you're really going to have to... um, At at first, you're going to... You know how you have... It'll just be like vignettes at first. Kind of like... What's that HBO thing? High, High... High maintenance. Yeah. You know how this like subtle real life vignettes. So you're going to see her with her friends. Her friends leave. Now she's just lying around. Oh, she's cooking dinner, but she's never made this recipe before. She doesn't know if she's going to like blue cheese dressing. And then she, and then eventually she's like, she's talking to you. And then it's love. Yeah. Have you guys ever, but, been, but, have, but have he, you guys ever been in love? <clears throat> have you guys ever been in love? Yeah. Austin, have you been in love? Dude, every goddamn day. Johnny, have you been in love? Yeah. Okay. You guys get it. <laughs> Who's in for but, a producer? Right, well, no you know, matter how cute she is, I don't beautiful, like Beautiful, beautiful. No, she could be beautiful. Oh I, my God, why do unknown. I, why do I care? Only, only why beauty. do I what, care? Oh, she's going to choose this recipe over this recipe? It's, it why like do I care? Uh, well, it sounds, it sounds like why a would you of... care But your girlfriend says that? Why would, you, why would you ever want your girlfriend to talk about anything in her real life? Maybe because <laughs> oh, you want to get to know her. At least oh, I get okay. some physical contact. Yeah, right. A physical you response? Maybe you make a joke and she doesn't laugh. Hey, I don't like that. Hey, I'd stream it illegally. And yes. I and I'd really think about doing that. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I, I I probably would see the film. I, you know what? The concept is innovative, so I'm not going to completely knock being a producer. I'm considering. I'm considering. You choose that saw, over. Whoa, 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 whoa! I saw because I, I you guys saw the Black Mirror one, the uh, Cumber Snatch or whatever it was called. Yeah, I did. Bandersnatch. You choose your own adventure. That's like Cumber Snatch. That's weird. that's that's the tuxedo. Thing. Right, but that's also Cumber actor. Cumber anyway. Oh yeah. Actually, that's an actor. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Bandersnatch, yeah, which I, I thought was a very innovative film. Me too. Um, I so liked it. for the innovation alone, my interest is peaked. However, that being said, I would probably go with the illegal stream. You wouldn't you go to the movies by yourself, you wouldn't even buy a ticket? 
If, well, it, if I, it had some Oscar buzz, it was up for the Oscars, then I might go see I it. I guess but, I would go to the... Because I, I see the movies for free But you anyway, can't so, guarantee yeah, that. I, I would go see the movie for free. What, so. Well, okay. my pitch did better than yours, dude. Um, okay. I'll accept that. <laughs> I accept that. Would it make a difference is the last thing I'll say. I, you guys might be thinking of it as a million-dollar movie. Just so you know, this is a billion-dollar movie. <laughs> Wait, that's the so, budget? Or that's how much it's going to make? That's how much it's going to make, baby. Sounds first. like you have less control. <sighs> well. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad you're reaching for the stars. Okay, I just want to say to those watching on YouTube, um, if you guys like the idea, comment um, below. Oh, actually, comment your favorite pitch out of everybody's. Aaron's going to actually put a, a link to the uh, Indiegogo, right? Yeah. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, hey, let's All clap right. him out. Let's I'd clap him out. out. He, tried. Right, nice. he tried. I don't, I don't hold the yeah. grudge. I'm looking forward to investing in Johnny's <clears throat> idea. Look, one thing about mine, real quick. I'm just going gonna, gonna to set the groundwork for it real fast. I, I, I respect you guys that you guys came up with. Your pitch was very moving and inspiring. It had a story, it had a flow. Well, you didn't, didn't quite have a story, but there was a flow. <laughs> there was a flow to it. Mine does not have that, okay? I just wrote down a bunch of ideas, so I'm just going to lay them out there for you guys. It's fair enough. And see if this is a movie you would be interested in. Okay. I have two ideas, by the way. First idea, all right? Here's the log line. A friendly pranking rivalry between two office coworkers goes too far. That's like The Office. But wait. Jim and Dwight. It turns dark. All right? How? Here's the basic premise, all right? The concept of it is it's Cheap Thrills meets The Office Space. Have you guys seen Cheap Thrills? No. No. You guys haven't seen that movie? Who's in it? Uh, David Koechner's in it. Haven't seen it. Really funny. It's a really dark comedy about two dudes that are friends in a bar, low on life. They meet David's character in the bar, and he gives them money to one-up each other. And at the very end, they're like cutting off their, their hands and stuff. And he's like, I'll give you $10,000 if you cut off your finger. And then they're like one-upping well, each that's other. Pretty dark. Sounds awesome. It's a dark movie. I actually really enjoyed it. Anyway, okay. So imagine this, right? The basic idea of this it starts off with two best friends that work in an office, like an IT company or like an advertising firm or copywriters, whatever it might be. Starts off with something small, you know, your typical office prank. Oh, staplers in the microwave. Oh my God. Funny. Sprayed a whole can of Febreze on your desk. Well, you know. Post-it notes on the desk. Post-it notes, well, it, it scales, right? So they're, they're constantly trying to one-up each other, right? All right, like for example, sticky note their entire car. One, one upping, one upping every time, Ooh. right? Okay. Right. Foghorn on your chair when you sit down. It's gonna get a laugh. How would that sound? <laughs> like, hey man. No. Yeah, no. I like and how it. And keep going. How? All right. And then, I enjoy. Fill it. the entire office with balloons. Get to the dark stuff. All right. Then it gets darker because eventually there's a promotion that they're both vying for, right? So they try to one up each other and make the other one look bad in front of the boss, all right? So what ends up happening is that one of the guys does a prank to the other guy and he almost gets fired because of it. And he gets so pissed off about it that he says, you know what, I'm gonna get back at him one more time, try to pull off the ultimate prank, accidentally kills him. Now, the rest of the movie is him trying to not only cover up that he killed his best friend and hide the body, but also get that promotion. Ooh. 
I kind of liked it when they were both still alive, when it was more like almost exactly like cheap thrills. Like when you said the log line, I was like, oh, I definitely watched this. But one of the main characters dies halfway through, and the well, other guy wants the promotion. Maybe so, not halfway through, maybe three quarters of the way. Well, the one who lives is truly the main character. Yes, okay. of course. Okay. I thought it was halfway through. So questions? Are we open to questions. I'm, you guys will take it. That's great. I'm intrigued. Um, we'll move on. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still. I still. Um, I'm trying to envision this movie in my head. Uh, tell us who you envision for the leads, but also please. Oh, but also, please, um, <clears throat> what's going to be the save the cat moment for us? Like, get behind these characters. Why would we root for them? Or, well, I thought of a couple different things. One could be that one of the other characters has this big crush on a girl in the office, and because the other guy pulled a prank on him and embarrassed him really badly in front of her, now we kind of feel a little sorry for him. You know, maybe things aren't so good at home. He's been kind of lonely. He watched your movie, and he was like, "Didn't work for me." So, you know, <laughs> streamed it illegally. And so, you know, uh, you kind of feel bad for the guy. So you're like kind of rooting for him to get this promotion. Right. But then, you like know, who, who, who would play? Can we get can All we right. get John Krasinski and Rain Wilson? Well, I'm sure we no. could get Rain Wilson. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. So here's the possible actor list. John C. Riley. Love him. Lovable. Are you right? right? You're going. Rav- Rav- down. OK, cool. Mark Duplass. Good, good in my book. He's a good director, but whoa, whoa, yeah, he's he's an. You saw some Lee. He's an everyman. I haven't really watched. I don't watch. He's an everyman. One of my favorites. I think it'd be good for this. Jason Manzukis. Who's he? He's the no, UCB. He's from the league. He's he's the in, in, Indian. Or? Oh right. He, I don't know. I think he's Greek. The guy we were thinking about getting for like a short. Yeah. He was in a uh, Bad Grandpa. He was also oh, in the, the house. Like, I'm not gay. No, 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 that guy. He was in. He was in the house. Yeah. He was in the house. He was in the league, dude. Uh. What's his name? Right, the guy with the curly hair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Plays degenerates. Exactly. He's dude. great at it. Hey, here's, I really like him. So I do, I do really like what him. Are we, what are you thinking, guys? Are we thinking... Maybe this, would work, maybe, maybe this would work better as a TV show. Whoa, whoa, dude. Come on. Don't, but you insult, can't, don't insult me like that, dude. But, hey, We're pitching the, movies, then all right? You, then you can never really kill off a character if it's a TV show. Uh, Game of Thrones. That's the only one. Never seen it. Ignorant. Don't start now. All right. Is that, is that, what do you guys think? I'm just like. What, what do you have I mean, you guys? Okay, hold here's on. Here's the thing. I'm stop. not that excited about whoa, it. Whoa, 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 guys, <laughs> guys, I, I'm feeling like a, I feel like the energy level just really dropped right now. When you asked what we thought about it, <laughs> and, and so I feel like maybe I have you my guys answer. are not seeing the scope. I have my of answer. What this could be. I have my answer. You can still fight for Aaron, but I have my it's, answer. Okay, What's your okay. Answer? First of all, let me just say, this is this is an indie. We're not thinking huge studio film. We're thinking a budget of maybe like half a million. That's worth okay, thinking about. Okay. All right. So we're not. It's not. We're not talking about a lot of money here. Is Mark Duplass also a producer? He's he's possibly directing. All right. So and he well, he does the low budget stuff. If, he makes if, it look nice. Do you have a role in it, by the way? Are you one yeah, of the? I might I might play one of the supporting office people. I'll I'll come in as a producer if you and me play the two leads. Well, we gotta get the we gotta get the star names for the leads, dude. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's true. I have my answer. I will come Produce. in. Produce. Yes, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, man. If I got my first sale. Congratulations. I, I will come in as a producer, but not a ticket buyer. I'm not going to see it, but I'll help you make it. Sounds like a bad That producer. doesn't make any sense at all. You're going to get the premiere. Here's the thing. Dude. This is what excites me about it. It excites me because it sounds like many other shows out there, movies out there. Yeah, could you compare it to a movie besides the one I haven't seen? I, I don't know. <clears throat> Cheap Thrills? You haven't seen that movie? No. All right. You guys, I'm, gonna, the, just, I'm recommending that to you guys, by the way. If you haven't seen it, okay. I rec- highly recommend to me, it kind of sounds like what was that Jeremy Piven movie? Um, 
directed by the other writer of the Chappelle show, a comedian we talked about last night. Neil Brennan? Yeah, Neil Brennan. Was, uh, Sail Hard? Yeah, something like that. That movie was... The Hard? The it was awful, though. It kind of sounds like... Well, he's be, like a car salesman? It kind of sounds like it'd be like that type of movie. Nah, that movie sucked, dude. <laughs> that was directed <laughs> by Neil Brennan? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Damn. Yikes. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I, I think it'll make money. Well, I think the it'll have an that, audience, but it sounds like a lot of other stuff out there, so I don't know if I'll watch it. It's indie, dude. It's indie, man. I mean, I might watch it just for you. So, all right, we got one producer. We need two producers. Are, are you a producer? I'm a producer, but not a ticket buyer. Doesn't oh. make a lot of sense, but okay. Um, so what's best for me on, right dude, now? Just think, look down, deep down in your soul. Honestly, dude. Come on. I want to love it. You do love it, dude. I see the, I see the twinkle in your eye. Uh, There's a twinkle. Yeah, I mean, I, see the twi- I, I see the twinkle, it's dude. right here. All right. Go ahead, dude. Put it down. I'm going to go out on a limb. Yes, you are. Hard pass. No, I'm just kidding. kidding. I'm going to stream it illegally. Wow, dude. You know what I don't... You know what? uh, To me, it sounds like that movie. uh, What movie, though? That one with Jeremy Piven. No, he plays a car salesman, though. And it's only about... It's about a team. They're not trying to one-up each other. Yeah, they're trying to sell cars. Honestly, I like John C. Riley. Okay. Um, I'm not... Jason Manzoukas, dude? Uh, could I'm, be fun. I could see him playing like the best friend and and playing it good. I I mean I like him. I think he's really funny. Is there anything different that happens though? Is there something like so like different? There's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they they try to. I mean, come on. People can relate, one especially up, Middle America who one, works in a lot of offices. One upping each other in the office. Yes, that's a yes. But tale then it, as old as time. Right, but then it goes bad, dude, and you kill your friend. Oh my god, dude! So it's gonna be kind of be like uh, tables have turned, like a bad Santa, would you say? I'm just saying that sounds like a. I think this is maybe a call to action. Everybody needs to do a little better. If we have no like ticket buyers slash producers out of all three of our pitches, I can't believe you guys didn't want to produce mine. But all right, I got one more idea. Can I throw that one out there? Yeah, yeah, throw it out. All right, all right. But what are you? What are you for the first idea? I'm I'm gonna stream it illegally, and I wanted to be a producer, but that's just not something too different. That's not different enough. You're gonna be one of those people that streams it illegally, thinking like, man, I just pulled a Mark Cuban. Could have been involved. Could I'm gonna be a, involved. I'm gonna be a Chris Saka and remind you guys every time I, I come up that I invested in Uber early on. <clears throat> All right. Good. Yeah. This one, I'm not as excited about this one. I don't, why did I lead with that? That's not good. All right. Let's hear it. Here's the tagline, dude. Catfish can be deadly. Okay. Okay. Possible log lines. I have mo- I have many of them. However, I want to go with this one. Well, we'll go. I will go with this one. A young man hatches a plan to track down and kill a woman whose photograph was unknowingly used in a catfish-style dating scheme that conned him out of thousands. Oh, and he wants to find the original woman. And he wants to kill her. Oh, why would he kill her? Because he thinks that she was a part of it. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a love story. It is. It's both. Is he also in love with her? All right. So I'm going to lay this out real quick. This is actually a true story. This really happened. Okay, I'm ooh, I'm intrigued. Now you're intrigued. Let me let me let me let me lay the groundwork for you guys so you can really feel like you're in it, okay? Brian Heil, that's the character's name, right? German. Thought he was in a relationship with a beautiful blonde. Really cared for the bombshell. But very German. But he wired her money, right? And he saw himself as the future husband. A scam never crossed his mind. Unfortunately, he got caught in a scheme, cost him thousands of dollars. The scammer was in South Africa. What year is this? Not too long ago. <laughs> Very recent. Who was use- <laughs> the scammer was using this Californian girl's photos for their own personal gain. Brian thought it was his girlfriend. Loser. And I'm reading this from the 
online article of the story, was the one behind the master plan. He planned a killer, bought duct tape and zip ties, not to mention a written list of what he'd do to her. And as he was heading to San Diego to kill her, he lived in Michigan, by the way, the police caught him. How did they catch him? I don't know exactly, but they did. Cool. I have a question. Yes. If you were done. Is, and it's intriguing, is Neve Shulman attached? Yeah, of course. He's a producer, dude. Mm. But that show is fake, though. This is, this is a real story. Still. No, but it didn't start off as fake. Yeah, yeah. the original documentary was real. Yeah. That's why it was good. Right. Yeah. Um, and that does happen all I the mean, time. It's, we can all relate. We've all been catching. He does a show every week. Some of the bits have to be fake, but the movie. That was the movie. Was I think great. every bit is fake. You can see the breakdown. Right? I'm just saying I, not I the movie. <clears throat> I have seen the breakdowns, but... Um, and I'm looking for like a Joaquin Phoenix to play the role I, of the killer. And who's going to direct? And who's, 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 who plays the beautiful it's girl? Open to interpretation. Who plays the beautiful girl? I don't know yet. I'm thinking a beautiful girl is like a Hannah type. You know what? Yeah. But she's blonde. Hannah's this girl's blonde. This is a blonde Hannah, bombshell. I didn't say what hair color Hannah's hair was. You'd be you implied brown, though. No, I don't... I, no, I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't imply it was brown. What do you guys think? What are you guys thinking, huh? And I'm, all right, here's the possible possible titles. Hatch. Hitch. Hatch. Why hatch? Because he's hatching a scheme. Uh, I don't. I don't love the title. Um, all right. Well, but, the title uh, sucks. Right, actually, fine. go ahead, dude. No, go ahead. Just, but I love just, the concept. I want to be a producer. All right, dude. Say hey. But I want uh, Joaquin Phoenix to be a producer too. Well, he's producing and acting in it. Perfect. Okay. Um, Austin, what's that show on Netflix about the, the serial killers and they interview him? Uh, serial killer interviews? <laughs> Just kidding. The one to catch a murderer? No, the <laughs> one where they had it was based on true stories. Oh, the confession tapes. Johnny's just saying no, like descriptions. No, <laughs> no these are all like shows on Netflix. No, it, yeah, but Austin's and it the title. and it had the guy. It's you know serial killers when they were first discovering what a serial killer is. They had the people going around interviewing them and you mind go, hunter. Yes, mind hunter. If it's kind of got a, like a Mindhunter vibe in terms of based on actual real dialogue. Dude, this is a real story. And if we can get the guy, the, the bigger one that played that one serial killer. Oh, he'd be good. I'm in. But he's, I mean, he's no Joaquin Phoenix, though. What but he, he wouldn't be the main guy. My guy would be a different guy. Okay. What? Okay. And do, and I'm open to that. Now, in the end, do they catch the guy and he goes to jail or whatever? Or? Well, that's the true story. Now, this one, we could obviously change it. So I'm, I'm, I'm open to what the producer might suggest or the director. So that's you know not set in stone. I would just love to do something together with you guys. So what you're trying to say is you're both going to be producers? I would love to be in if both of my buddies are in. Yep, I'm that in. didn't answer the question, though. Yes. Are you producing? Yes. So you're going to produce both my movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah! I'm producing the second one. Wow. <laughs> I just uh, first one. Nope. I was tired of being out. Like I wanted to be a part of something. Just when you thought you were out, Johnny drags you back in with another pitch. Weird. I thought the see, I thought the first pitch was better, but I guess it wasn't. It was too generic. In I my was. Mind. Yeah, it was just like I just thought it was gonna be more fun. It will be fun. Maybe. But if I wanted to be part next of next time, the, describe specific scenes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> next time, describe the girl better for Aaron. Next time. Hey, that was it, guys. Look like that was it. Hey. Um, have you guys seen Shazam? I have not. I saw it. It looks like the poor man's Deadpool to me. Let's talk wow. about Shazam. Tell us. What do you think? Um, so I went into it. So by um, yourself? Yeah, I did. Is that where the concept of this movie came? 
How lonely did you walk out of it? <laughs> no, I went into it expecting not to like it, but you know, when you do movie pass, you kind of take what you can get. Plus, I kind of like seeing like more obscure movies. Not that Shazam was obscure, but I would have never seen it unless I had movie pass. <clears throat> First, a couple of things, and this is there's going to be spoilers because um, I'm not going to censor myself. Um, so Shazam is that movie with the big muscular um, superhero from the guy who starred in that NBC show Chuck, um, right? Chuck. Um, yeah. And a uh, couple of things that surprised me. Number one, it's a Christmas movie. Did that surprise you? Yeah, you're right. I guess it was. I didn't, you know, I didn't think of it as a Christmas movie, but you're right. Um, it I, was lights and snow. Now, tell, tell me if this threw you for a curveball, too. And I'm talking about the very first couple of scenes. Okay. Uh, the first scene starts off with this cute little kid in the backseat right. of a car. And in the front seat is his older brother, who's kind of mean, and his father, who's kind of mean. It's very dark. And he's basically getting shit on by his mean father and mean older brother. Dude, completely. And, and you, you really feel for him. I mean, what kind of dad talks to their son like that? Yeah, and then the, the scene, and spoiler, the scene um, eventually, that part, it transitions where they get into a car accident and the father, and the father gets seriously hurt. You think he's dead. Yeah. And they, he blamed, the family blames a little kid. And I was like, oh my God, this kid is so, I can't, um, you know, now I can kind of see the backstory of Shazam. Oh, wait, it's not Shazam. That character we just got introduced to, we just fell in love with, isn't Shazam. It's Who the main he? bad guy. <laughs> to be fair, when I was watching it, I knew there was going to be the bad guy. How'd you know? I, I just had, a, had an inkling because like when he was leading him up to the thing and then he was getting rejected, um, I remember I watched it with a buddy and I was like, yeah, was, we both were like, it's going to be the villain. He's oh. going to be the main bad dude. But, but still, that was super dark to have that accident and the dad was so mean to the kid. It was a super dark way to start. I mean, the, I, yeah. the accident was like a serious collision accident talk about favoritism man so you like the movie well what i liked about it and to be fair i just watched there's a youtube reviewer channel that i like called red letter media i just watched their wait, review. wait are they plugging us why are we plugging them no because it's a cross because this, this, this review uh just i just it, their reviews in my mind but anyway what i liked about it was um this what i liked about shazam was that in a typical marvel movie how does the superhero how does the movie end well, the superhero's got to go and punch the bad guy harder than the bad guy punched him, and then they save the town, and the movie ends. They destroy the minions. This movie was more like the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man in that in the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire didn't just have to punch the Green Goblin. No, it was more... The theme of that movie was... Um, what did, what's Uncle Ben saying? Finding yourself. With, with, with great, great power. With great power comes great responsibility. So throughout the movie, uh, Peter Parker has to overcome. At first, he tries to make a quick buck by fighting Bonesaw, and he uh, shirks his responsibility. He doesn't take down the bad guy um, because that would be the right thing to do, but he's petty with the guy who didn't give him the money. Eventually ends up killing his uncle. Um, he doesn't show up on time to help his uncle and aunt paint, so he never has that memory. So the whole movie is him overcoming. With great power comes great responsibility and realizing that, and it wasn't just about hitting the bad guy. And what I liked about Shazam, it was kind of the same thing where you saw Shazam um, kind of at first. He's, you know, he's not, uh, it wasn't the exact same thing, but he's at first he's... Um, well, he's a little kid. He's, he's a little teenager. He wasn't as little as uh, Tom Hanks was in Big, but he's like a teenager <laughs> who's just trying to make a quick buck with his powers and stuff. And he wants to avoid responsibility. Right. So it's how, kind of him. How do you get his powers? Just a magical, magical, magical black man. Oh. The guy from uh, cool. Blood Diamond. Yeah. He's also oh, nice. been, in, uh, is that, been that, in everything. That guy's name was Shazam, so it's hard to say, oh, he, Shazam got his powers from Shazam. Well, he was another wizard. They're wizards, basically. <laughs> okay. It's just, cool. uh, but also, dude, this, so I, 
enjoyed the movie more than a lot of superhero movies, but this is the only other thing that got to me. Johnny, maybe you agree. Hit me with it. That, and this was, you can kind of see what they were setting up in that the council of Shazam-type superheroes was gone. It was only that one wizard, and then the little kid took the, um, and throughout the movie, the little kid is switching to Shazam, and it's played by a little kid actor and the Shazam actor, um, Chuck from NBC. Zach Zach Levy? Le- Levi or something. And that was fine. I could, I could get behind that this little kid and this older superhero is the same guy. But then at the end, and the way, basically this guy's journey is not great power comes great responsibility. It's learning responsibility plus like team, oh, family. Family's kind of like the overall arching theme. And he's um, in well, a house. He had his family the whole time. He just didn't realize it. Yeah, exactly. Because he's um, a foster kid and he's in a right. foster home with a bunch of randos. And um, in order for them to defeat the bad guy and the monsters, basically... Those, he invites his foster family to also go through the same thing he did, where they'll transition from little kids to superhero adults. But then they're played by other actors and actresses who he didn't... Fo- Dude, those kids were so cute and likable, and then they transition to just the final 15 minutes of the movie. Now these these actors we've never seen before, and we're supposed to pretend? Anybody like, famous? Um, there was Ma- Megan one- Good? Play the little black girl. The, the the one who played his best friend growing up. I recognized him. Yeah, there was um one guy was from that show from dusk till dawn. That but that, Robert Rodriguez show. But that but that little girl who was so cute. The little black girl. Yeah, the little black yeah, girl. Yeah, she was adorable. Dude, she was the she was one of the best foster kids. She was great. And then it transitioned. To, I'm sure this actress is nice. Megan but it was, Good. Megan Good. Was that her? Yeah. All right. Well, she. I liked the little kid way better than Megan Good. But that's not Megan Good's fault because uh we, did, we got they gave it to us at the end. That was the yeah. problem. So it's just kind of suspension of disbelief. I, sorry for what that. I liked about the movie, I'd go see it though. Which uh, I would say is that because I went, I'm not gonna lie. I came in the same way as you. I'm like, ah, oh, this movie doesn't look good. The trailer kind of sucks. I don't really know enough about Shazam to really care about Shazam. Didn't like, Shaq play Shazam? Kazam. Kazam. <laughs> I thought the same too. I'm like, didn't he do that? And I'm like, no, that was Kazam. Okay, and that, was, different character. and that was Sinbad. No, was but Shaq, Shaq played a superhero. I'm just kidding. Shaq. That was yeah. Shaq. But that, it's like <laughs> yeah. debated. It's called the Mandela effect where right, you right. think you remember something else. No, they don't look alike at all. Okay, go on. Anyway, I was going to say what I did like about the movie that I thought was really well done is that the main character, the guy that played him, was super likable. Like it just, it, yeah. just, it was like fun. It was a fun movie. It wasn't that serious. Like it wasn't like, oh, this is a hard-hitting Marvel movie and like... We're badass dudes, and we're gonna beat up bad guys. Like, and they they went and got like the first thing he does with his powers. He invites his friend who's still young to like let's go to the convenience store and buy beer and stuff. Like they right. acted like teenagers. That was a funny scene. Yeah, funny scene. So I recommend for yeah, a good, I, good I'd fun time. I'd see it. It's mm. a one out of on the one zero scale. I'll yeah. stream it illegally. Don't say that, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm so, okay, I'm boys. So, I'm we're an sorry. hour in. Do we want to get to questions from our audience? You know, the our audience can always contact us, and we help um, actors answer questions. We want to do that, or we I, just want to end it. I think it's a good cap. I think it's a good cap. The no? question. No, I'm saying do the questions. That's oh, okay, a, that's a good cap. Let's like bang the, them out. Five minutes. Bang them out. Your, five minutes. Your lingo is just. Um, it's hard to. Understand. If you have a question, you want to hit us up. Hit us up at all social medias at Surviving Hollywood Podcast, even at Gmail. Oh, at, where are you going? Surviving Hollywood Podcast at gmail.com. Aaron, you can hear this as I talk. Um, oh, that's my pitch. The first question is The casting director told me mm. you're coming off a little tense. <laughs> Just be yourself. I'm tense in real life. Ooh. What am I supposed to do in that situation? How do you be less tense during auditions? Breathe. 
breathe? Um, this is so general, dude. It's a very general question. It's like saying, like, how do I not be nervous? I don't know. Uh, but fine. If what if it's a casting a director? Sound. What if a casting director gives you like a bad note? Like, uh, so how do you not be tense? But so, I, I do think I'm tense a lot, or like, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that comes with. <laughs> It's funny because I was listening to the old other podcast and, and said wooden kept coming a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I listened to it too since I like uh, have to like pull the clips, but yeah, that's why I said it. We're going to carpentry school or what are we doing? Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with experience. Just keep getting in the reps. Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, like when you first audition, I can tell you my exact first audition in LA, and I was just like shitting bricks. Like I was so nervous about like. Just like, I got to get the lines right. I got to say the thing. What are they going to think about me? And, uh, this and that. And so you're definitely like tense because like all of it's like right here, right? You're just like, I just got to do good. What are they going to think about me? And I think over time you can stop caring so much. Right. And then it kind of just like, no, nah, well, you know, just go in there and do it. Right? Am I right? Am I wrong? You're right, dude. This is what I was thinking. I think every question we ever answer is uh, about, about auditioning. I got to say every GD time. Be outcome independent, blah, 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 blah. Honestly, dude, have you, if, you have, if you haven't listened to our first five episodes. All right, then let me give you question two. This is, for, and this is. Well, what's your, what's your answer to that? It's the same, you know. All right, it, <laughs> All right let's move on. Let's keep, move on. Keep getting in the reps yeah. and keep calibrating. All right, this is from you, Tantan, six, four, or user Tantan, six, four, six. I have just been accepted into the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. <laughs> Not a question, not a question, but I just wanted to share my excitement with my fellow actors. I'm so happy. Good luck on your podcast. That is cool. Oh my God. Waste your money, man. I could tell the way you started that. I thought it was going to be like a question we've heard before, but it turns out it wasn't even a question. Yeah. He wants to share his excitement. All right, moving on to the well, last. What did, you, what did you want to tell What were you going to say about that? I just want to share it with you. He right. shared it with us. I'm yeah. going to say congratulations. That's actually really cool. Yeah, actually, However, I don't really think you need to go to. It's not you. Congratulations. It's Austin for pulling that. Okay, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. No I'm not knocking education because I think it's important to learn your craft. So good Third, for you. Good for you, Tomton six four six. Third question, last question, and I don't care if you guys like it or not. These are the real questions people reached out to us and asked us. I'm 36 years old. I've been acting for the last five years in LA. Haven't really booked anything big. In parentheses, nothing my high school friends would find impressive. This is Austin's question. I, I did, I'm, I'm not 36. I did get a sketch on Funny or Die a few years ago. I'm giving myself four more years to make it. Is that a good strategy? Running out of time. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing at this guy, Johnny? I don't know. He's listening right now. I don't know like what to tell. I mean, four years? It doesn't sound like he's in any dire yeah. straits or anything. It doesn't sound like he really wants it that much. Well, in, four, in four years, he'll like be 40. Does, in four years, he'll be 40. It sounds like he doesn't necessarily have a problem if he's got four more years. It's not like, oh, I have one year before I have to like uh, put my house up for... Look, my, the question, my real question is like, did you actually get an actual sketch on Funny or Die or just upload, upload it to their website? Because that, that was, anybody could do that. That was my, that was <laughs> my question, too. I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, well, Like, is Will Ferrell in the sketch or James right. Franco? Because And it took you four years to get that sketch in there? I don't know. Well, the thing is, if, if you've been out here, because there's plenty of people out there, if you've been out here for four years, we see him all the time, do you just give up? He hasn't been in anything. I wouldn't know. I mean, it depends. it depends on how much you want it. And I would question. I don't think he's really been pursuing it for four years. That's fair. Because if nothing else, he could go to feature film in some festival or even a short film. He, he could have said in this, you know, I've been to this film festival. Something right. in four years, even if it's not like a TV thing. At minimum, 
Is he per, is he making his own short? I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you, man. I don't think you've really been going at this and you with the best of your ability for the last five years. I think putting a time frame on it is a mistake. I don't think you should do that because it's like it's like saying like, all right, this one year. If I don't do it in this one year, then there's all this pressure of like, and if you're not doing anything, oh man. I think I am this guy. I haven't done anything. Oh, wait. I constantly say yes to opportunity. Johnny came to us, said he wanted to produce a comedy short. We said yes. Multi-festival award winner. Best comedy short Chandler Film Festival. Um, audition comes up. Uh-oh, I have to work. Oh, wait. I'm going to not go to work. I'm going to go to that audition. Oh, I just booked a national commercial. Okay, I said yes to that. Just rub it um, in, dude. I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I haven't, uh, I'm not working on anything right now. Oh, wait. I'm doing a podcast. Um, you know, you just have to find stuff to do. But I guess he's... Oh. He's going to be 40 in four years. We all are. Johnny I mean, is too. I'm, you know, 40. I mean, well, you know. All right, Johnny, well, Johnny's going to be... Hopefully, you know, kidding. he books at least something. Johnny's young. That was the speed round. We answered everybody's question. Do we regret I, going into questions? Not at all. No, I love questions. Okay. I just, I just wish sometimes they were a little more in-depth. Blame Tauntaun, six, 464. He's going to make it International Academy of the Dramatic Arts. Yeah. Any other... Oh, it's the American Academy. Whatever. Any other funny, witty things to say, or how should we end this puppy? Maybe just yeah. stare into each other's eyes for one minute. You guys got anything going on this week before we finish it off? I was just on. I was just on Tosh yesterday. Dude, yeah, tell episode us about airs. That. You can check it out on my wanna... Instagram when I pull that footage and post it. How was it? I didn't see myself yet. How was Tosh? Are you sure you're on it? You sure you uh, made the cut? Yeah, actually, somebody texted me and said, "Are you? Is oh, they already Tosh? played it? Yeah, they played it yesterday. Okay, cool. It. So I don't know. Some I'm recognizable. What was it like working with Tosh? It was. It was, I've been trying to get on this show for the last four years. How are you, how, okay, here's a good question. What are you doing to try to get on the show? So this is how it first starts, because you see those, sometimes those breakdowns on Actors Access. Right. And this is the problem. And I was told this one time by the producers when I was trying to submit, because one time I'd almost booked a gig, but he's like, hey, Tosh is just going to have one of his comedian friends come in and play the part. And the problem is, usually they're looking for blacks or Asians or women, and if they need a white guy, Tosh is usually just going to get his friends. That's what one of the producers told me. white guy. Um, so that's what the producer told you. Well, one time I was in the mix for one and he was like, Hey, uh, and then I followed up with him. He didn't even reach out. And I said, Hey, just follow him up. But he, he like, said, Tosh is just going to get his white friends. If <laughs> no, no, Tosh said he got one of his, one of his comedian friends to fill this part. So, so you're just assuming Tosh doesn't have any, uh, colorful friends. I look on the breakdown. They're mainly searching for minorities for the show. So I'm just putting two yeah, and two together. I don't see the breakdowns too often. Yeah, a lot of times, exactly. like, a lot of times on, like for Kimmel, he's always searching for very niche Fat yeah. people are anyway. Or I've like been trying girls or I, I've been trying to get on the show for the last four years, and these are the these are the big steps. Okay. One time, that same producer who also works as the casting director for that show, he was casting a commercial. It was non-union. I still and I was also going to be in Boston that weekend. That it shot, but I was like, you know what? I just want to get my tape in front of him. I'm going to put it up anyway. Got to the callback. They ended up pushing the commercial to the next year. So even though I auditioned, knowing I couldn't do it. They changed the date and they changed it to a SAG commercial union. It worked out. I didn't book it. Somebody else did. Mm. But from that, I got the guy's personal email. So for the last two years, when I occasionally see something come up on the breakdown, I send him an email. Hey, buddy, what's up? Very, very, <laughs> hey. very nice. I did. I uh, saw it up there. If you're looking, I'd love to send a tape in. And, you, and every time he said, yeah, send a tape in, never really got anything from it. This specific time. That's the way you do it. He Smart. hit this specific time for this role. He hit me up. Ooh. It, and uh, he said, "Hey, come over. Could you send? Could you uh, send in this tape?" I said absolutely. And the next day, I was on set. 
Wow. It's cool. Tosh is a personal hero of ours. You know? Is he? Um, his stand-up special. Whatever that first album was. That first album is so good. I can recite it word for word. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> Tosh doesn't Is it called that. like True Stories I Made Up? I don't no. know what it was called. And no. you guys are... I, my I think, it, I think, I think it was. No, it's called not. That. It's, oh. it's not. So when you saw him, shook his hand? Oh, he, he shook my hand and said, thanks for coming or something. Good grip? He's tall. Grip? He's like an inch taller than me. Soft grip? Regular grip. Double um, hand grip or just a single? He kind did of... He, yeah, touch he your shoulder it? when he did it? Did he cup your hand? No, it was just like a, it was a one-hander. Just a one-hander. Did, one -hand. did you like cup his shoulder? No, I didn't. Uh, now, I was, I was holding handshake, something. Did he go off for the handshake? Don't live with Or was it more stuff. like he's here and you had to come in 90? Me and the actress were already standing there. He came up to us slash me and he put his hand out and said, thanks for coming. Very nice wow. guy. I did notice that he, to me, he seemed kind of over it. Meaning that like, oh, they've been doing the show for 11 years. This is one bit out of the many bits they do. He seemed nice, but he was like, uh, two takes were done. I think we got it. But he's a nice guy. It'd be nice to live that life, just be over his hit show that's been on nine seasons. <laughs> yeah. 11, 11. 11 seasons. Jeez. Um, what's your favorite Tosh bit from that album? Uh, I forget them, but just remind me. All right, are this is Of all of them? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I like this. Uh, you know, I'm for... Hey, I'm for plastic surgery. I'll say it. It gives people the opportunity to look on the outside how they really are on the inside. Fake. Fake. Yes. Good. I like his thing with uh, uh, let's stop pretending that uh, female uh, uh, athletes are sexy. You know, let's stop. <laughs> let's pr stop pretending they're sex symbols. And then he goes on about Danica Patrick and she's bow legged and. Can't say that anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's still funny, but you probably wouldn't say that anymore. I'm, I'm not gonna laugh. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, Unless, I think, yeah, that does it. That does it. Hey, we're at an hour and nine. I think this was our best one yet. I think it was... I had fun. Overly done. With you guys. Are we going to pitch again? Are we going to do that again? Eventually, yeah. not the very next episode. Say, yeah, not the next one, but I say we definitely bring this back again. Yeah. Hey, Good let's, idea. Let's see. If you, if you want us to bring us it back, let us know in the comments. If you absolutely hate it, then we're not going to do it again. Well, if anybody is still listening to the last two minutes of this <laughs> podcast, besides my mom or Austin's mom, let us know in the comments. Thank you. Good night. By the way, if you guys have a pitch, I think they should send one in the comments. Yeah, if you have a, if you have a movie pitch, a, yeah, exactly. I'd love to hear it. If you have a pitch that's kind of like creative and fun like ours, uh, type it out, email it to us, put it in the comments. We'll present and it. And if it's good, we'll present it with your first name and we'll read it and just decide if we want to come in. And send us your Venmo as well, and we'll read that, your Venmo. And if somebody out there wants to Venmo you a dollar. Oh, actually, um, fuck, I should have said this at the very beginning. We're on iTunes now. Ah. We've made it. I but, forgot we are on but iTunes. But actually, this is, what, well, this is what we should say on every single um, one. Go on iTunes, rate our pod, give yes. us a five-star review, and roast us. Um, give us five stars, and then roast us us or our podcast and if it's funny and if it's five stars we're going to read it on air your roast about our podcast i like it i like it all right thank you guys for tuning in and we're going to find us on social media at surviving hollywood podcast same as youtube see you guys next time i had fun it was great wonderful <laughs> <laughs>